Oh, hi, Mark. Tag Team Network, bitch! And here we go. This is Welcome to Real Impossible, a bad movie and retro podcast where we watch bad movies so you don't have to, and then we talk about them. After you listen to us, you can decide for yourself if you want to see them, but don't say we didn't warn you. All right, finally, after a month hiatus, we are back. What's up, Jason? Uh, not much. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, it has been a long time. It was not really expected or planned that way, but hey, life happens. Well, it's just unfortunate because, you know, I had said that we're going to have this up for 420. And then <laughs> I wish I could say it's because we got high, but it's not. I mean, I'm not saying if I that I did or didn't get high. <laughs> it's nobody, legal here now. Yeah, nobody has to know that I didn't get high. Yeah, that's well, true. I mean, I kind of just admitted it, but whatever. It still works. <sighs> well, I mean, you know what? Everybody needs to know. I'm just going to be, you know, this is a podcast that we don't. We don't have that many people yet listening, so I'm going to be transparent. I was on, an, in, 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 as deep as it's going to get, I was on a new medicine that had me all kinds of screwed up. Like, I was in, I was in zombie mode. Like, I didn't want to even get out of bed. So that's a lot of where my part of this came from, which was why we weren't recording. Like, I just simply didn't have the, uh, I don't know, I didn't have, I don't know the word for it, but I couldn't do it. Right. Yeah, it was just kind of hard. It was, it's been a rough uh, couple of weeks or months for everybody. It's just been a rough time with just with the everything being shut down and some people working from home. I actually returned to returned to work to the office building now. So I'm not I'm not stuck at home all the time anymore like I was. But uh, yeah, it's just it's just kind of a tough time, you know, and it's just, you know, sometimes it's just good to, you know, just uh, take a little break every once in a while, you know, to kind of refresh and yeah so um uh, what did you manage to do over the last month watch anything go anywhere um i actually anything well, new? i actually did i watched a couple of netflix movies i watched that new extraction movie mm-hmm. uh with uh chris hemsworth i liked it i mean i liked the action the story was kind of uh was i mean it didn't have the best plot i can't mm-hmm. even really say it had much of a plot at all but it reminded me a lot of John Wick. It was basically John Wick in Call of Duty, is kind oh, of what is kind of what it, it reminded me of. Like the same action, the gun fighting, the uh, it's gun foo. I think is what they call it. It's pretty much like the same okay. s- same concept. So if you're mm-hmm. a fan of action movies, if you're a fan of guns, or hey, if you like Chris, if you like Chris Hemsworth, you're gonna like that movie. Um, if you're a fan of movies that have a deep plot, you're probably not going to like the movie. But I liked it, so. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Uh, I haven't personally watched it yet. Um, I plan to. It's just one of those things that I, you know, I got wrapped up in so many other things over the last few weeks that 
I will get to it. It's just we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so uh, anything, anything else? No, uh, I did okay. actually. Actually, no, I take that back. I did watch Coffee and Kareem, which did make oh. that that did make me laugh. Actually, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Ed Helms. <laughs> He's, you know, he's funny, but uh, I don't know the the actor, the of the teenager that was in it, but he was pretty funny. Yeah, that was a good movie. I liked. I, I didn't finish watching it because I had stuff going on, but I liked what I watched. And I yeah, we're not doing our weekly recommends yet, but I would recommend it if you like funny movies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so um, I I actually managed to uh, during my little stint, I I I couldn't really. I couldn't focus on anything. I couldn't watch anything. I couldn't really get into video games. I couldn't really do anything. Like, I, honestly, I didn't really even work, even though I'm working from home right now. I just, I couldn't do it. But the weird thing is, is I could read. And so I read and I finished The Stand, the 1200 tome by Stephen King. And oh. I loved it. It was oh. really good. Nice. And uh, CBS has a mini, uh, a new miniseries based on it. You know, the one that came out back in '95, with that had Gary Sin- Gary Sinise in it. Um, they're remaking that, and uh, hopefully, it comes out this year. It probably won't, given the circumstances of what's going on in the real world. Yeah, and the subject matter of the book, but it, it it was actually really good, and I recommend that. All right, sounds good. Um, I have not read a book in quite some time. Um, <laughs> but, hey, if I ever do, you know, Stephen King, can't go wrong there. Dude, he's got some good stuff coming out lately, too. Like, uh, we're not doing a book podcast, but I can <laughs> right. go. I, I, I started reading The Gunslinger, too, which that's an old book. But he released a book called The Institute uh late last year and it's basically the x-men through stephen king's eyes it's not x-men but it's it's if he would like if he would write an x-men like story and it was pretty cool nice awesome so okay um all right so anything else to add um no i mean i watched a few tv shows and stuff but you know i want to save something for the weekly recommends at the end (laughs) right yeah i know i say i don't want to give away my weekly recommend yet either but uh Anyway, so this before we get into the movie news, uh, for this episode, we are covering Jay and Silent Bob reboot, which um, actually I kind of enjoyed, but I had to watch it like three or four times because we, we kept pushing it back or whatever. So I was like, yeah. man, I, I had to refresh my memory about the movie or whatever, when it really was not a bad movie to watch four times, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, we'll get into that discussion. Well, yeah, we'll get into that. But uh, okay, but first, before we get into the review of Jalen Silent Bob reboot, we got some movie news. All right, so let's go through some movie news here. First thing I want to read off is um, Netflix is acquiring a new movie starring Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. And Emily Blunt, and it is going to be called Ball and Chain. Um, it oh. looks like it's an action comedy, and uh, it's based off of a comic book series. And it reunites uh, The Rock and Emily Blunt, who are both in Jungle Cruise, yes, which we would have seen by now 
had coronavirus not happened, I actually no, I think it would have come out next month. Regardless, it's reuniting them, so that should be fun. Yeah, I was just, just getting ready to say, I was like, yeah, they already have a movie together coming out pretty soon. The Jungle Cruise. Uh, we actually talked about that the last episode. Uh, but uh, yeah, they, um, The Rock makes a ton of money, or anything he's on just makes a ton of money, gets a lot of views, gets a lot of, a lot of people to watch his movies, and it's probably going to be good. Yeah. Um, next we have Disney Plus is developing a series adaptation of the Percy Jackson novels. Did you see the the movies like the, Percy Jackson, uh, The Lightning Thief? I have not seen that. Okay. So they are basically, it's like Harry Potter, but with Greek mythology. Um, Percy Jackson, I, I read the first two books uh, because I loved Greek mythology when I was a kid. And I still have a fascination with it. And so I was like, Harry Potter meets Greek mythology? Sign me up. And so they, it's basically, instead of Hogwarts, they go to a camp. It's like a summer camp. And uh, what I really loved about the first book is we're, we're based in St. Louis. We're right outside of the St. Louis area. And the first book, there is a major battle inside of the arch and the St. Louis Arch. Nice. And something happens and Percy Jackson falls into the Mississippi River below. I don't remember the specifics of it, but I remember reading that battle like, this is awesome. And then when they made the first movie, Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief, they didn't have that battle. Mm. They didn't have anything with St. Louis. And, you know, St. Louis is my home. And it was kind of sad. So I'm hoping with this series, maybe they'll do it justice and do that battle in the arch because that was really cool to read. Yes, uh, hopefully, it'd be, you know, it'd be nice to see them not only just have it like where they're, you know, so, you know, they're so, so like in St. Louis, you know, where they'll be like, oh, they'll claim it's St. Louis, but it wasn't really shot there. Hopefully it's actually, I mean, I know with C- movies like that or shows like that, there tends to be a lot of CGI, but I'm, I'm trying to think like, how would that a fight up in the arch work? Yeah, and it was up in the arch, like when you're looking out the windows down below. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, obviously not. They're not going to film it in the arch. They would have to build a set. Yeah, but, that's what I'm saying. There's but, not a lot of room in that arch. <laughs> oh, there's not. But I mean, it's still. It's, it, it has to do with tax credits, right? Right. My life goal is I want to build a studio in St. Louis, a, a big like Tyler Perry has in Atlanta. I want to do that here. But it's tax credits. It's why when you watch a movie that's either taking place in St. Louis or filming or or it's supposed to be around St. Louis, they always film going over the Stan Musial Bridge going into St. Louis from Illinois. And the reason that is, is because Missouri doesn't offer as much tax credits for filming as Illinois does. Ah, interesting. See, I never thought about that. It's funny because in the new show, Little Fires Everywhere, which we may talk about later, right. uh, there's, a, there's a part where Reese Witherspoon is traveling, or one of the characters is traveling the country. And they go in, they're going through St. Louis, and it takes place in like 1980-something, right? And she's driving into St. Louis over the Stan Musial Bridge. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that bridge wasn't around then. <laughs> so it's, it's funny for me, but... right. Yes, I remember there's a scene in Identity Thief 
okay. with Jason Bateman and Melissa McCarthy. They're supposed to be going over the Poplar Street, you know, bridge, mm-hmm. heading into heading into St. Louis. But you can totally tell that that's completely green screen. That they're really not in St. Louis at all. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Did you see like the the skyline for when they go into St. Louis in that movie? They used a. Uh, they used like Chattanooga, Tennessee, or they used they used some city in Tennessee for the skyline, and they CGI'd the arch into it. So the ah. only thing that looks normal is the arch, and everything else around it is like that's not St. Louis. Yeah, I remember. See, that's what I remember seeing it because I remember there, the only reason why. Yeah, because you know there's the arch or whatever, and then there's the dialogue and them saying that they got to go to St. Louis. That's the only thing that makes you you know that would make you believe that they're going to St. Louis. But if you, if you're from St. Louis, like we are, if you're from the area, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that sure as hell is not St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. What's up? Third, third news story. Um, this makes me sad. The purge, the show that was on USA network has been canceled. Oh man. Well, I liked that. I never I, see that is the reason why I have a hard time getting into television shows, uh-huh. especially because they just for whatever reason, they can be good. They don't even have to be bad. They can be actually be fan favorited. You know, they can get, you know, but for whatever reason, they get canceled or they get pushed out because the network wants to push another show instead. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. It only ran for two seasons. And what I liked and I haven't seen season two. But what I liked about, from what I heard about season two, so season one took place over the purge, like one night of the purge. I don't know how they stretched out a season for that. Maybe they did like twenty four. I don't know. Although that'd be yeah. pretty good. That'd be a really cool idea. Come to think of it. Mm-hmm. But season two took place in the year following that night. Okay. So it was a, it was a character who survived. And uh, one of his relatives died or a friend died. I don't know the specifics, but okay. he spends like the year trying to track down who killed his person so that when Purge Night comes up next year, he can take them out. Yeah, that uh, sounds good. That's a real that's a really good concept. Yeah, that sounds like some purge material to me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, I yeah, I like the Purge movies. I never have not gotten to the show yet, and I'm kind of glad I haven't. I don't like getting invested into something, and then especially like when there's like you know there be some shows that all have a cliffhanger on the yeah. end of the season, and you're like, oh okay, so season three's on the way, and then it turns out they pulled the plug on it, and then you're like, wow, you just spent eighteen or not eighteen episodes. How many episodes is the average? season for a series it's usually about like 10 11 it's hard to tell it used to be like 22 or 24 now yeah. it ranges, now it ranges anywhere between 8 to 16. right and doesn't even doesn't even matter anymore if it's like a half hour episode or an hour like it just it kind of varies you know and it varies with show like even like a single show like you might have one episode is 45 minutes the next episode is an hour and five minutes and the other, the, the episode after that is 34 minutes. It's yeah. completely random nowadays. Yeah, it is really random. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just, anyways, the point I'm trying to make is it's hard to get so invested where you watch all these episodes for an entire season and then you don't even get to 
see the end of the story or see where it all leads to, you know? And it's just, yeah. and I feel like that is just a, I feel like these networks, all of them, they all do it. Some are worse than others, like Fox. I can't remember. I don't know how many cop dramas I've seen get canceled on Fox. <laughs> it's just, it's an, it's a never ending. It's just, just a revolving door <laughs> of cop dramas, you know? <laughs> but, um, I don't know. It, it's just really, really frustrating. That's why I haven't got into them. But I feel like they're just they're shooting themselves in the foot because nobody trusts these networks anymore. They don't want to get invested into a show that they don't think is going to stay around for long. You know? Yeah. Well, the good thing about The Purge is the first season was made. It was supposed to be a standalone season. Yeah. And, okay. and it did so great. They're like, all right, we'll bring it back for season two. So season one was made as a complete package. Oh, so okay. maybe season two. I haven't finished season two yet. I haven't watched season two yet. But right. maybe season two is done that way as well. So like, I guess it doesn't matter if there's another season. It would be awesome if there was, but we can do without right. at the same time. So yeah, and it could also be a thing, you know, because like cable network, like cable TV is kind of trending downwards like yeah. netflix hulu um, all these streaming services i mean youtube tv they're pretty much taken over so yeah. it'd be i could see where it'd be kind of hard if you are if you are a network executive to put a lot of money on a show that's on that's not on one of those streaming services because a lot of people are getting rid of cable you know yeah no, I agree. Um, but yeah, that's all the news I have. Is there anything else that you know of? No. Um, I just know, what is it, the, the director of Thor Ragnarok? Uh, can't, I don't want to say his name because I know I'm going to say it wrong. Uh, um, hold on, let me think of it. Taika Waititi. Yes. Say that again. Taika Waititi. Right, okay. Titi. That's it. That's the name. That's the guy. He is going to be directing a new Star Wars movie. Nice. I, I did see that. Yeah, he's going to be directing a new Star Wars movie. I'm actually excited by that because I know a few uh, about that because I know a few months ago they came out and said that they weren't going to make any more Star Wars movies for a long time. Like they, they didn't say that they weren't going to do it. They just said it was going to be a while. But then now they already got a director hired for a new movie. So that just tells me that maybe they're pushing up a new movie uh, faster than what was expected. And also, that guy directed Thor Ragnarok, which is one of my favorite MCU movies. And because and it's just a good balance of just, you know, it has humor, but it also had good elements of that being like a, a superhero movie. And it was just, I don't know, it was one of my favorites. So I'm actually yeah. excited to see what he can do with the Star Wars, with the Star Wars movies. Yeah, he's actually doing a, uh, he's going to, he, he, I think he directed an episode of. He either already directed an episode of Mandalorian, or he's going to in season two. Yes, yeah, I think he, I think he already did. I think he he's already in did. it. Yeah, he does a voice in it. So. That's true. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that's the only movie news that I that I have. I mean, that's good movie news. Uh, like, who doesn't love more Star Wars? Right. Yeah. Uh, this is the thing about Star Wars, man. Star Wars is not going anywhere. I mean, they can say all they want. Oh, they're not going to make any more movies or anything. But, I mean, I'll believe that when I see it. I'm kind of hoping in, like, 20 years they go back and let's let's see what 
Let's see what Ray's up to. What has she been doing for the last 20 years? Yeah. They could oh, get yeah. a spin-off movie where she just happens to be a side character or something, but Yeah, well, I feel like there's so many things and I don't want to spoil anything for anyone that hasn't seen Rise of the Skywalker yet. I mean, I don't know why if you haven't seen it yet, I don't know why. I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus now. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus right now, so I mean, if it gets spoiled for you at this point, it's pretty much your fault. But anyways, I'm going to do my best without spoiling it. But um, I, I think I do feel like there were certain plot holes, not plot holes, but there were, there are some things in the movie that they can venture off from that they can yeah. definitely explain. And I'm not going to say it. You're going to you're going to know know the, what I'm talking <laughs> about when you see the movie. But uh, yes, I definitely feel like there is some room for some movie material going forward. Okay, all right. So you've heard the movie news. Now it's time for streaming news. What do you got, Jason? All right. So, obviously, theaters are still closed down, although they're supposed to open up in July. So far that we've heard. Nice. But since theaters are still closed down, there is a big movie that was supposed to come out this month that is actually hitting video on demand tomorrow. Well, probably today as you hear this podcast. May Mm -hmm. 15th. May 15th. Okay. And that, that movie is Scoob. The animated remake of Scooby Doo movie. Oh, awesome! It is going to be twenty dollars to rent or twenty five dollars to buy on Amazon, Vudu, whatever streaming platform you use to buy your movies or rent your movies. It'll be on there. Nice. Yep. Hey, that worked out for Trolls too. So it's probably going to work out. For, it's probably going to. However, though, a lot more people were forced to stay at home when Trolls Two came out. Not so many people are forced to stay at home now, so we'll see if that had any effect or not. I agree, but at the same time, they still can't go see things in theater. You can go to yeah. the drive. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Like, uh, yeah, you can go to the you know the, the drive-in and everything, and um, yes, and there. I mean, there's really not a whole lot you can do, anyways. Yeah. And if you if you if you have a family at home, yeah, I can definitely see why somebody would be intrigued too checking this out on demand we'll see we'll see i'm just in, i'm just in, i'm just interested to see on how much of an effect when everybody was locked in you know with everyone forced at home how much of an effect that had on the trolls 2 sales because trolls 2 did awesome <laughs> because yeah. uh uh their universal is talking about going forward releasing all their movies to video on demand and theaters about doing both and then there's a you know their AMC theaters and Universal they kind of had their little fight about that but uh, I don't want to go too much into that but uh, I don't know we'll, we'll see how much of an effect that had on Trolls too if that if that really worked or if it was just kind of uh you know just affected by the quarantine Trolls too you know it did great but it also had some I mean Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick and all the other people that were in it. Yeah, it, it had star power. Not to mention, it was a sequel to an already big movie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Scoob is another Scooby Doo movie, and it does have some big names. It's got um, I don't have the list in front of me. I know it's got Mark Wahlberg as one of the side characters, and Tracy Morgan is playing Captain Caveman, which yeah. I was obsessed with Captain Caveman when I was a kid. Awesome. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with Scoob. Uh, 
but I mean, $25 to buy it when it would have been in theaters right now, I would say that's worth it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's got, yeah. it's got Will Forte, Mark Wahlberg, um, two big names, uh, Zach Efron. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's quite a few. Um, it's got Ken Jeong in yeah. it. Tracy Morgan, like you said. Uh, yeah, so it does have a stacked cast. So, um, it does, yeah, it has some star power. So I can definitely see this doing well. You know, we'll see. All right. So um, as far as the normal streaming, uh, streaming websites go, uh, Netflix, uh, you can watch all three seasons of Avatar The Last Airbender starting May 15th. Uh, nice. See if there's anything else coming up here. Uh, we're pretty much winging it with these. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is right. another thing. The, the, what we prepared to talk about, we prepared to talk about two weeks ago. So you're hearing it raw <laughs> and uncensored right now. <laughs> yep. All right. So that's pretty much it for Netflix. Let's see about Disney Plus. Disney Plus, May 15th. Anything good? Come at me with something here. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. It's Disney Plus, May 15th. Um, Is that the one uh, with Angelina Jolie? Yes. Yes, okay. I've seen the poster for that. <laughs> All right. And for Amazon, nothing new on Amazon Prime. Um, so that's kind of a bummer. Uh, next week, there's a big one, but we'll wait till next week for that. Actually, no. Who knows if we'll be on next week? <laughs> next <laughs> week has Rocket, Rocket Man hitting uh, May 22nd. May 22nd. Um, although we... And on HBO this weekend, we have... Well, I guess nothing good on HBO this weekend either. Joker. Yeah. Joker. May 16th. All right. That's so, not, not a whole lot for the streaming, I see. No. Um, there's a reason why two weeks ago when I put together the show notes for this, all of it was Star Wars stuff. Because there wasn't much of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So um, that's all we got for streaming news. So are you ready to get into the movie? Yes, I am. All right. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. So this week we are covering Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, a movie directed, written, and edited by Kevin Smith. Yes, it is. All right. So uh, we ready to, uh, I guess we can start off with the fun facts. Yeah. Well, I guess if you want to read the synopsis. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess the synopsis that wouldn't hurt. Okay. So we got, uh, so it's. Jalen Silent Bob returned to Hollywood to stop a reboot of the Blunt Man and Chronic movie from getting made. I mean, it's a pretty simple. Yeah, it's a pretty simple plot. There's really not a whole lot to it. No, not at all. Um, I, I mean, there were some things along the way they could have thrown into the synopsis, but you know, it's fine. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I think that because there is so there was kind of there is some plot twists into it. I guess they don't want to throw in there. Yeah. I, you know, but hey. So how about the fun facts? All right. So the fun facts. So I already told you that this movie was written, directed, and edited by Kevin Smith. But also, this movie had a budget of $10 million 
and it only made 4.7 million. Am I reading that correctly? That is correct. That's because it was the film was taken on tour. There was only one night in the entire country that it was in theaters across the country. Um, the yeah. rest of it, uh, Kevin Smith likes to do these things where he takes his movie and he goes across the country and he does his, you know, his speeches, his, you know, you know, interview with Kevin Smith stuff, takes questions from the audience, and then they play the movie. So that's what he did with the movie. And from the tour and one night, it made $4.7 million. Okay. So that's, that's not bad given the way that he did it. Right. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, when I'm first reading it, I was like, damn, it didn't even make half of the budget. Usually opening weekend or opening night, that's usually when they get a big bulk of their budget back. But I'm like, damn, like this didn't even get half of it back. But it makes sense if he's taking it on tour and it was only one night a week, you know, or no, it wasn't one night a week. It was it was only open open one night at all. At all, wow! Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. It was one of those. Uh, it was one of those special events. Um, I forgot the theater company that does it, but I know we had it here by us because I went to, actually went to go see a movie that day. I forgot what movie it was, but yeah, it was sure. earlier in the day, and I saw later on that Jay and Silent Bob reboot was going to be playing. And I was like, uh, I don't think I'm going to stick around that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this movie was also filmed in New Orleans, and it was filmed over 21 days, the exact number of days it took to film the first Clerks. So okay. it is the is the eighth film in the Viewist universe, um, which is his uh, his uh, cinematic universe. Kevin Smith is like a pioneer with these movies because he was the first. I'm not going to say he was the first, but he was, he did the cinematic universe before Marvel and DC and all these other things. Before Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Hospital, Chicago Homeless, everything else. Before that all happened, (laughs) Kevin Smith was making View Askew Universe. And Kevin Smith has movies that don't belong in View Askew Universe, like Cop Out and uh, Red State. And yoga hosers, let's not talk about. Oh, actually, that will end up on our podcast someday. <laughs> uh, but so the Viewisk universe goes Clerks is the first one, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Clerks 2, Jay and Silent Bob's Super Groovy Cartoon Movie. Have you heard of this? I have heard of that. I have not seen it, but I have heard of it. I tried to watch it. It's got a lot of big names in it, but it again, it was another one of those that he took on tour, and so nobody really saw it. It ended up on Netflix, and I, I couldn't get into it. It's just, uh, I didn't like the animation style or something. Gotcha. And then uh, the last movie is Jay and, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, but there is Twilight of the Mall Rats, which is in development, and Clerks 3, which is in development. Kevin Finally. Smith. Yeah. Well, he's been writing them, and he went back and he wrote um, new drafts of them you know, during the quarantine. So he's been talking about them a lot on like Instagram and YouTube and stuff. So Nice. But yeah, that was, that's the View Universe. 
Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All these movies, most of these movies that he's made that are in this universe with Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Clerks 2. I mean, these are these are classics. I mean, these are pretty mm-hmm. much like, I mean, if you're a fan of comedy, you've probably heard of these movies before. I mean, they're uh, they are a staple. <laughs> and when it yeah. comes to like just especially to just stoner comedies. Not even, not yeah. even just, not even just stoner comedies, just comedies in general. Like they're, you know, they're a pretty big deal. Like I've been waiting on Clerks three forever. I mean, Clerks two came out back in like what two thousand four, two thousand three. I mean, it came out a long was, time ago. I was out of high school, so it had to be two thousand six. Was it two thousand six? Yes, yeah, so somewhere around there, a long time ago. But uh, okay, so. Um, Filming started exactly one year from the date of Kevin Smith's heart attack. I forgot he had he, a heart attack. Yeah, and well, how can you forget? He talks about it all the time. He talked <laughs> about it in the movie. Does he? He talked about it in the movie, yes. Oh, I didn't. I, I guess you're going to have to uh, tell me about that part. I've yeah. seen the movie um, like three times. I don't rem- Maybe it, it was a joke that just went over my head. Yeah. Um, well, he, he had the heart attack and then, uh, I think for whatever reason he was, he wasn't going to do Jay and Salabar Reader. He was working on Moose Jaws at the time, which I don't know if you know what Moose Jaws is, do you? I do not. Moose Jaws, okay, so for, for Tusk and Yoga Hosers and Moose Jaws to be this trilogy of his movies called the True North Trilogy. All movies taking place in Canada. I don't know why, because he's not from Canada, but mm. it is what it is. So he was working on Yoga Hosers, which was supposed to have like Johnny Depp, because Johnny Depp's in, in both Yoga Hosers and Tusk. And Johnny Depp and some other people. But then he had the heart attack. And so he started reevaluating his life and all his choices and stuff. And then he's like, eh, well, you know, Maybe it's time to bring Jane and Silent Bob back out of retirement a little bit earlier than Clerks and Twilight and Mallrats. So, uh, which at the time he was also working on a TV series, I think with AMC. I think it was AMC. It was it was AMC because that's where he had uh, Comic Book Men. Um, He was going to do a TV series based on Mallrats, but it was going to be called Mall Brats. Ah, okay. That was going to be the sequel to Mallrats. but, you know, that fell to the wayside because of the heart attack, and he just reevaluated everything. And so, yeah, that's where this all came from. Nice. Okay. So, yeah. All right. That makes sense. So, yep. and so, you like you said, there's a weekly vo- vlog on Kevin Smith's YouTube channel about the making for all those that are interested. Yeah. Um, when he was making Chain and Silent by Reboot, there was a vlog that went up every week, as I said, and uh, it's just they go over, you know, why it's being filmed in New Orleans. They go over, you know, they interview an animal trainer for some reason. <laughs> uh, there's one of them that's about Jay having, excuse me, <coughs> Jay having a bet. I don't remember what the bet is about, but they have to fill a jar with cash. And whoever wins the bet gets the, the you know, money at the end of the shoot. You know, stuff like that. It's not, it's not a real in-depth right. series, but it's, it's, it's a fun little thing. 
Yeah, it looks like it's fan service for the diehards out there, the diehard fans, you know, for those that are interested in Kevin Smith and his movies and, you know, so, which is good. You know, I like it when uh, celebrities do that, you know, when they go, they do a little extra, Yeah. you know, for their fans, which is cool. Um, okay, so are we ready to start talking about the movie? The tomato meter is 66% fresh. 66% fresh on to see to me that's impressive for a movie like this because um I can I can I mean that's not very high um, by any means but it's actually to me that's better than expected for a movie that's intended to be a stone, stoner comedy and this one is the most obvious of stoner comedy of all of his movies yes big time and it's also um of course, the audience score got a 94%. Which yeah, that, they're probably high when they did that. <laughs> yeah, that I am actually not surprised by. Because uh, I will say the majority of the people that watch this movie or have seen this movie are probably very familiar with all of Kevin Smith's previous work. You know, with the Clerks, yeah. Clerks 2, Jalen Solid, Bob Strike Back, all those or whatever. So they are very familiar with the movie. And if you watch this movie, there is a lot of callbacks to all of those. Like, he, they reference all those movies pretty much throughout the movie. Like, it's just a constant, like, reminder of Clerks and Clerks 2. And they talk about, you know, the last Jay and Silent Bob movie. Like, so there's a lot of references to the older stuff. There's even a part like that's where they're pretty much poking fun at mall rats, you know. Yeah, it was it was made for Kevin Smith's fans. Yeah. He 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 didn't care if anybody liked it. All he cared about is if his fans liked it and it's painfully obvious to me. <laughs> yeah. But right. So. Yes, it it's definitely see now if you are not familiar with Kevin Smith, if you don't know who Kevin Smith is and you have never heard of Clerks, Clerks 2, Mallrat, Taking <laughs> Amy, or Dogma, if you've never heard of any of those, you're probably not going to like this movie because you're not going to understand 80% of the jokes. Um, it's just not... Uh, I mean, there are some things, you know, there's some good one-liners that are not related to any of the other stuff or whatever, but for the most part... They're pretty much, if you haven't seen the, you know, there's like the whole cameo with Matt Damon. If you have not seen yeah. Dogma, you have no, you, you do not know what he's talking about during that cameo. I mean, his character's name is Loki. <laughs> so kids these days know Loki as, what's his face? I can't think of anybody's name right. tonight. But right. definitely not Matt Damon. <laughs> right yeah kids are not thinking like that's they're like that's not loki and he even says that during his cameo yeah, he's like yeah i know he's I know. like i know what you're thinking or i know your kids are you know, at home saying that's not loki or whatever but he was just like just remember remember i was loki first in the 90s and i didn't have to use a fake british accent <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know but i don't know i thought that was pretty funny see this the movie is just really funny but um it's, I think it's only funny, though, if you know the references that they're talking about. If you have not seen those, you're not going to get it. You're just not going to understand it. And I can see where you would probably think this is a very bad movie. 
But this was a fan-made movie. This was a movie made for the fans. So you need to be a fan of Kevin Smith's previous work to get this. So you got to keep that in mind when you're watching this. You got to know, you got to watch the Clerks, which a lot of people, I can't see kids getting into Clerks today because it's black and white. Why it's black and white? I don't really know. Does he ever explain why the first, first Clerks was black and white? Because they didn't have the money, they didn't have the money to get a color camera. So, yeah. Okay. See, see, that makes sense. But see, I, uh, kids today or the younger generation, I don't see them wanting to sit and see them sitting down and watching that. Even though that movie is really funny and it could probably still hold up today to comedies today or whatever. But it's also, um, I don't know. Because it's, it was made in the 90s. A lot of kids can't relate to yeah. things that are in the 90s and stuff. And I get that. But anyways, so Jay and, Jay and Silent Bob reboot is a callback to all of those. Not just Clerks, but Clerks 2, Dogma, all those. So you got to make sure you watch those first. Um, yeah, I I don't know. You want to do a, a quick recap or you just want to go straight to what we thought about it? Uh, what we do a recap. recap we'll, we'll do a recap. Okay. Um, so okay. So one thing about these Kevin Smith movies, all of them, they have a reputation of being very star-studded. I mean, and just loaded with stars. I mean, this one had, I mean, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. It had um, Craig Robinson, Justin Long. Um, I'm not even saying a fraction of how many. People made cameos in this movie. I mean, it is Chris it, Hemsworth. Yes, Chris Hemsworth probably had the best cameo in it. <laughs> His part was just really funny, and Justin Long. I mean, there's the whole part where uh, Justin Long, where you know he's they're in the courtroom, and he like two times them. Like first, yeah. he's he represents them as their lawyer, and then he gets them to sign a piece of paper, and then as soon as the first the first case gets, you know. As soon as that gets a ruling, then he he goes over to the other table, and then for the next case, he's the lawyer that's trying to go against them. That reminds me, this is also where Kevin Smith also directed Zach and Mary make a porno, which oh. is a great movie if you haven't seen it. I and have seen that. So Zach and Mary make a porno is not in the View Askew universe, but. I believe it has been confirmed that Justin Long's character in Jay and Silent Bob Reboot is the same character that he played in Zack and Mary Make a Porno. Oh, okay. Which would put that in the View universe as well. Yeah, it would. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, man, basically all these kind of (laughs) movies, they all seem to be related one way or another. They're fun movies. Um, I, I am a huge Kevin Smith fan. I have been ever since I saw. I think the first one I saw was uh, Dogma because that was the one that made the biggest, uh, biggest noise when it went to theaters. Because uh, yes, people it loved very, it or hated it because it was yeah, very yeah, very controversial. Yeah. So you know, then I saw Clerks, and Clerks is kind of. I didn't like it at first, but when I started getting more into film, I, I respected it more over time. Yeah. And, then, and so, like, but all the other movies I loved. Right. But uh, this one, this one just seemed a little. I don't know. What were you gonna say? 
Yeah, see, this one, it did... Some of the jokes do feel forced or whatever. And they do feel like it was like, uh, not all jokes, they landed. And it was definitely basically a... But basically, okay, so basically this was a wasn't a remake. Like it says in the title, it's a reboot. But yeah. it's kind of the same movie almost as Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Same premise almost. Yeah, and they explain that in the movie. Yeah, they, yeah, they do explain that in the movies, but in the meantime, I don't know. So that is kind of like a, I don't know what I'm trying to say is, but it's kind of confusing at times. We're like, okay, you're watching it, and then you're just like, oh, okay, this is what happened, and Jalen's and Silent Bob strike back, but at the same time, they reference that in the movie. So you're just like, yeah. oh, I don't know, I don't know what the, I don't really know what to think of it there. I don't know if it if yeah. I. I don't know if I should take a point off because it didn't really have any originality to it or or what. You know, that part was kind of confusing to me. I think he did that on purpose because he wanted to make fun of the whole reboot aspect. You're I right. think, you know, instead of them and Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, they they met the mystery machine and the Scooby-Doo gang. And in this <laughs> one, it was Method and Red Man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I get... I get what they're trying to do, and then there's a new team. He's always forcing his daughters, his daughter into these movies, which I think is... I don't personally think she's that great of an actress, but that's just... Yeah. And, uh... I don't you know. know it, it, that's, that, you know, that's kind of what I was thinking, too, when I first watched this, and I saw that, and I was just like, she's really... I was like, was she really the best choice for this part? Was she really yeah. the best one, or was it just because of Hey, she's Kevin Smith's daughter. I mean, I don't know. She wasn't terrible, but I don't think she was necessarily the best option. But I would have put okay. So in Yoga Hosers, Johnny Depp's daughter is one of the co-stars with Kevin Smith's daughter. Like Johnny Depp's daughter. Okay, this this kid is supposed to be spoilers. This kid is supposed to be the daughter of Jay, right? Like if you if you're if you're listening to this, you've had to see the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So supposed to be the daughter of Jay. Kevin Smith's daughter does not look like Jason Mewes. No. But if you Google a picture of Lily Rose Depp, like I can see, I can kind of see that being maybe a Jason Mewes' daughter. Like yeah. why didn't they cast her? If you're gonna cast somebody that's a part of the crew already, why not just yeah. cast her? Yeah. See, I don't know. Obviously, I think there was some nepotism going on there with the the director and what the director wanting to get his daughter in, you know, in a movie and stuff. And okay, I get that, but I, I can I can see the frustration there though from fans with that because she's not the greatest actress, but she's not the worst either though. So either so I didn't really mind her, but I can I I knew watching it, I knew that that was probably good going to be a complaint amongst you know fans about this movie <sighs> but uh i mean this movie is pretty much it's stone it's stoner comedy it's pretty much easy going um you leave your brain cells at the door i mean there's really nothing all you just basically relax and you just watch it and just 
<laughs> I mean, like, there's so many cameos in this movie, and there's so many good jokes in it. I mean, it's hard not to enjoy. It's not a movie meant to be taken seriously. Um, I just kind of hoped it would be better than it was. Like for somebody that's been waiting for so long for, yeah, I mean, it's been since what Clerks Two that we've seen Jay and Silent Bob in the gang, right? Like, it, for that to be what we got, it's just kind of <laughs> disappointing. Yeah, it was. I mean, I can see where someone, uh, you know, some would be disappointing or or disappointed, but um, yeah, um, I don't know. See, I I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, I there were definitely some parts that I feel like that were just kind of like uh, some the movie did feel too long a bit, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even a long movie. It was an hour and forty five minutes, but I do feel like it was about fifteen minutes too long. Um, the first yeah. half of the first half of the movie is definitely a lot more entertaining than the second half. Even though the, towards the end of the movie things get chaotic, and then you know there's some funny parts in there. There are some some funny it's parts rushed. in there. Yeah, it, it is rushed at the end. So I do enjoy the first half. Um, it's usually about when they get to the daughter. Right around that point is when I start to lose interest a little bit, um, and that's actually that's has happened all three or four, or four times that I've watched the movie. <laughs> Well, let's, let's, let's talk about Chicago really quick there. So I'm, I know I knew this movie was filmed in New Orleans because I watched the YouTube videos, right? Yeah. So they pull up to a movies in Chicago, and you see palm trees in the background. <laughs> Where in Chicago are there palm trees? Nowhere. Did they not think to you know take those out via CGI or? Any anything like come on, make the realism yeah, more right. See, that was the uh part that confused me the first time watching it. Like I didn't even realize that they were in Chicago until they said it. Because I'm like, that is that does not look like Chicago to me. <laughs> but uh yeah, but um yeah, that was kinda a, kind of an obvious error there. And then they they rushed it because it goes from Chicago to New Orleans, and then all right, so they went south. That that makes sense. I don't know why they go south, but they had to pick up that uh, Chinese girl that was doing her podcast about American uh, mm-hmm. what American privilege or something like that. Yeah, like I get that. But then they go from New Orleans to bam, they're in Los Angeles. Like, couldn't they? Couldn't they do a scene where they stop in like New Mexico or the Grand Canyon or something? Like we had to go <laughs> all the way to Los Angeles like immediately. Like, right? It just, I don't know. That's just a nitpick, but yeah, it was rushed, and it was just I. That's that's probably one of the most annoying things about movies that that regard traveling. You know, because it, it sometimes it, the logistics of it or whatever, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, how do you go? OK, yeah, I guess they're supposed to pick somebody up. But I'm just like, you don't go from Chicago to Louisiana that quickly. And then boom. Right. And then and they're just like, oh, yeah, we got to it's the it's not Comic-Con. What is it called? It's um, what is what do they call it in the comic, movie? Comic crime. Yeah. Crime. Yeah, we got to go yeah. to Chronic Con, and we got to be there. And we got to be there by tomorrow morning. I'm like, you're not getting, you're not driving 
from <laughs> Louisiana to California there by the following morning. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. yeah what happened? Like, well, I don't think it was the following morning because they yeah. took. What was it? They left those. It was like the scene out of Django Unchained. It was like yeah. the KKK guys. They left them, and was that when they ate the brownies, or was it before when they ate the brownies? Uh, I think that was be that was after they ate the brownies. I don't remember which what it was, but I know that they were asleep for whatever reason, and then boom, they're randomly in Los Angeles. Like you yeah. slept the whole trip. What? <laughs> yeah, that's a long time to be sleeping. And I do, you know what? Um, I like that you talked about the, the the KKK scene. That did remind me a lot of Django Unchained. Mm-hmm. But not as funny though. No. It but it did as, have my favorite scene. Yeah. Uh, what what scene was that? In all of these movies, my favorite scene is the one where Silent Bob speaks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He had the best moments in Clerks too, where he just goes off like he just when he speaks, you know, he's gonna snap. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Yeah. I like I like that scene too, or when he's talking, that was kind of that was pretty great. Or Always be ducking like. But who thinks of that? What was all these be ducking supposed to mean? How, like, I wouldn't be thinking there's a porta potty coming at me like 80 miles an hour that's going <laughs> to splash me with poop. Like, You're right. Always be ducking. <laughs> it's like, always be ducking. Always be, and then he points, ducking. And it's like, all right, whatever. But you could have come up with something better than that. Yeah, I wasn't really yeah, a big fan of that dialogue choice, but okay. But uh, I'm trying to think, there's anything else in the movie really worth talking about? I mean, it's pretty much just I don't know. It's basically road trip and Jalen Silent Bob combined, is what it is. Yeah. It's so just, the part where he said he had a heart attack was yeah. in. I don't remember if it's when he was on stage at the end because you know Kevin Smith plays double duty here. He plays he plays Silent Bob and he plays himself. Um, in the beginning, when they they do that, it wasn't Kickstarter, but it was something where he's like, "Hey guys, you can come out to Los Angeles. You could be in my movie." Blah, blah, blah. Kevin Smith, and uh, I think that's okay. where he said it. I think that's where he's like, "If you didn't know, I had a heart attack one year ago." And it's just like, okay, all right. All right. Uh, now that you say that, I do remember him saying that. Now, okay, I do remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I totally I forget about that, but that is actually a really, really funny scene when we're they're in the mall and they're talking to the guy that was in Mallrats. I can't remember his name. Jason Lee. Jason but, Lee. But then he does that Snoogan and Lynch and all that. I didn't like that. That was just like that's just. I get it. Stoners are going to eat that up. But me, I'm just like, that didn't need to be in there. Right. Where he's like, uh, he's going in depth explaining the differences between a remake and a reboot. Yeah, that was that was, that was really good. I mean, he did all the exposition. He yeah. Was, well, that's, he's a comic book store owner, so. <laughs> right. That made a lot of sense. <laughs> yep. But, but uh, he, didn't, he, my... he didn't need to say Snoogan. Snoogan sounds great coming out of Jay's mouth. It doesn't sound great coming out of fifty-year-old Jason Lee's mouth. <laughs> right. I don't know. My my favorite line in the movie though is that in that scene when they are t- they're trying to talk about um, 
Sabarin Films. Oh yeah, it's Sabarin Films, and he's like, "Do you mean?" Uh, he's like, "Do you mean Sabaros?" And he's like, "Yeah, those pizza making fucks." That was yeah. the be- to then, me that was the best line in the movie by far. And there was a part, there was a stuff where he kept they kept getting Kevin Smith confused with Kevin James, and like they talked about Mall Cop and like King of Queens and all that. That was pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, there are funny moments in this movie. Um, I definitely recommend probably at least knowing Kevin Smith and knowing all of his movies first, like watching those first, because if you don't, you're not going to understand a lot of these jokes. But um, it's definitely what it's just it is what it is. It's stoner comedy. So, yeah, <laughs> take, take that for what it's worth. Well, I mean, what would you give it? Um, I would probably me. I would give this movie um, my honest. I would probably go five out of ten. Because I want to go halfway. Because I feel like if you are a fan of Kevin Smith, you're really going to like this movie. At, at least you're going to like the jokes. There are going to be some plot, you know, some problems with the plot that you're probably not going to like or whatever. But for the most part, I think there is going to be something about this movie that you will enjoy. But um, the reason, I'm only, reason why I'm only giving it a five, too, though, is because I feel like <laughs> if you don't know Kevin Smith, if you've never seen those movies, you're probably going to hate this movie. That's just my, that's what my thoughts on it. Um, well, I was going to give it a five, but I feel like I like it a little bit less than you. Yeah. So you set the, you set the stage for that. So <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to give it like a three. A three? Because, I mean, there were some funny parts, but I, I feel like Kevin Smith can do so much better. Like he's talented. He is one of the people that made me want to be a writer director, like him and Quentin Tarantino. Right. I he is one of my inspirations, and I see this, and I just see a man that's fifty years old and had a heart attack, and he's just—I mean, he's having fun. He's making what he wants to make. He's not making to please anybody. He's Mm -hmm. just doing what he wants to do, but it shows, and it to me, it's not good. Yeah, we'll see. See what everything else he makes looks like, but. Right. That, that is something that I have heard a lot of people say that, you know, say Kevin Smith can definitely do a lot better than this. He's pretty talented, but uh, he's made some pretty bad movies. I mean, like Cop Out was not very good. Cop Out, there's a reason for that, because it was a studio film and the original name for that was A Couple of Dicks. It was based mm-hmm. off of a book, I think. And he gotcha. signed on to the script called A Couple of Dicks. And they're like, well, we can't we can't name the movie a couple of dicks. And so he changed it to cop out because the studio was copping out on what it was actually supposed to be called. And it was, Uh, so, but he didn't get along with Bruce Willis during that. There was a whole bunch of stuff that went on with that. That's the first movie he made that he didn't write. So. Gotcha. I didn't know him and Bruce Willis didn't get along. Yeah. Because he, he was in, he was in Live Free or Die Hard, wasn't he? He had a, uh, a cameo in that. Yeah, that was what, that's how their friendship started. Gotcha. But then that was before he directed Bruce Willis. Yeah. I guess, I guess start, it's a lot different. Yeah, I guess, yeah, acting alongside Bruce Willis versus directing him. I can definitely see that being. I mean, how do you direct somebody like Bruce Willis? Like, <laughs> how do you tell Bruce Willis how to do his job? I don't think you can. I think you just got to be like, Bruce, you know, I want you to do this. It would be great if you would 
stand in that corner and kind of look a little menacing. But I mean, do what you think is right, and we'll we'll go from there. <laughs> right. I mean, that's pretty much all you all you can do. <laughs> like, I can definitely see. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. Um, I mean, ha- no, I take that back. I would love to direct a movie, and I would definitely like to direct Bruce Willis. But I can definitely understand why that could be frustrating. I get it. But, uh, yep. All right. So we did our. So what is it? That's a total of what eight out of twenty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> eight that's... out of twenty. So that's not really a a great rating by us, but hey. But I guarantee you, when we do yoga hosers, have you seen yoga hosers yet? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, when we do yoga hosers, this movie is gonna look like Parasite in comparison to Yoga Hosers. Okay, yep. All right, so that's gonna be an interesting treat. But yeah, that's all I have for the movie. Yeah, that's all I have. So, um, it as of right now, the movie is still available on Amazon Prime. So, if you want to watch it, check it out. Just go there and. And watch it, and if you do, please let us know what you think of it. Okay, all right. So um, we are done talking about the movie, so let's get into weekly recommendations. We got this week. All right. So it's been a lot of stuff that have come out over the last few weeks. It's been a month since we've done an episode. And so I'm throwing a couple of these out because I got a lot to say. First... (laughs) I want to bring up something I talked about earlier. Little Fires Everywhere. It's on Hulu. It stars Reese Witherspoon. It stars... Um, why can't I think of anybody's name tonight? <laughs> From... Uh, she was in Django Unchained. And, no, whatever. Reese Witherspoon's in it. Little Fires Everywhere. It's great. Uh, it's on Hulu. It's only eight episodes. And I, I can't wait to see a season two. Joshua Jackson plays her husband. I haven't seen Joshua Jackson in anything since Fringe. So, you know, yeah. he is right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pacey from well, Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mighty Ducks. Yeah. He's. I, that's the only two things I have actually think I've seen him in, though. My next recommendation is a show that was on Paramount Network two years ago that after I watched it, I started watching YouTube videos about what really happened in the situation. And I fell down a big rabbit hole because of this show. And that show is Waco. Oh, yes. I have heard good things about The horrible, tragic events that happened in Waco, Texas back in 1993, I believe. Yeah. April 19th, 1993. Um, That show opened my eyes to some crazy stuff. And I have watched hours of YouTube videos after it. And... It's on Netflix. It's a real show. It's got Taylor Kitsch and uh, who was the star. He was John Carter and he was in Friday Night Lights and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, that, it, it's great. And finally, I guess I'll talk about I haven't watched all of it, but there's a show on Amazon Prime, a new show called Upload. Have you seen that? I have not seen that. <laughs> it's um, It's about it's about the afterlife it's about but it's it's they're uploading your memories into the cloud oh so nice. like so like when you when you're getting close to death and they rush you to the hospital they're like all right so you can go left to go to surgery 
but if you die when you have surgery, we can't upload you. But if you go right, we can upload you. And you can live for eternity. And so mm-hmm. they get they they get uploaded into this heaven. And but in it, they can still communicate with everybody that's still alive. So like the main character, his girlfriend's still alive. So he's calling her all the time. Uh, he was at his own funeral via live stream. Oh. Like, like it's a funny show. It's from the creators of The Office. And you wouldn't think something like that would be funny, but it's it's really funny. Um, and yeah, it's called Upload. I watched like the first three episodes on Amazon Prime, and I recommend that as well. Okay. All right. You have to check that out. All right. Um, my weekly recommendations are Den of Thieves. Have you seen that? I haven't, but it's another one of those on my list. I actually almost watched it the other day. I just didn't get around to it. Yeah, I actually, that was actually better than I expected. I think anybody that likes cops and robbers will mm-hmm. like that movie. Um, it was really good. It has Gerard Butler and 50 Cent and some other, you know, pretty, you know, it has pretty good cast in it. But um, I would definitely recommend that. And then I would also. Mm-hmm would recommend extraction i know i kind of said that at the beginning of this episode but i do recommend that to anybody that enjoys action movies um but other than that that's that's pretty much all i have awesome well i will check out both of those probably within the next week or so you know with working and stuff we'll see what happens yeah but yeah all right all right so jason what is on the lineup for next week Next week, we are going to review the 2019 American classic, Cats. Nice. The musical. Unfortunately, it's not the butthole edition. (laughs) Um, Yes, apparently at one time there was a version of Cats where they all had buttholes. And somebody had to go through and CGI out all the buttholes. And I'm kind of sad because that would have been so much better. But yeah, we're going to review cats. All right. Uh, I am and really not looking forward to watching that. But hey, I'm going to do it. I'm looking forward to the episode. I'm not looking forward to the movie, though. You got to strike when the iron's hot. People are still talking about it. We got to do it. Oh, okay. All right. So, all right. So we're going to watch that fucking movie and then we're going to talk. We're going to talk about it next episode. So, um, all right. So, um, before we go, um, if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter, BennyB278. Um, that's probably be the best place to look for me. All right. Where, where can uh, people find you, Jason? Um, Mr. Movie Dude on Twitter and uh, Instagram. And I recently restarted doing my Biscuits Gets Fit on Instagram, which is my weight loss journey, which eventually I'm going to start a podcast called that. But we'll, we'll see about that another day. Nice. Um, I've, I've been really inspired lately by, you know, Ethan Suplias. Um, I might have to rejog my memory on that. I he, was I... the really big, he was the really big guy in Remember the Titans. And, uh, okay. Let's see. He was, he was in Mallrats. He was in Boy Meets World. He's been yes. in a whole bunch of movies. He's been in Scorsese. Movies. Yeah, and he's like buff now, right? He's like super. Yeah, he's like <laughs> yeah. super buff. Yeah, I know exactly and what you're he, talking about. He has a podcast now called American Glutton about his journey, and he interviews new people every week. And 
it is a really good podcast if you're looking to lose weight especially a lot of weight it's a good one to listen to so i've been listening to that a lot and so that's kind of kept me motivated and so i'm like you know what? i'm gonna keep this instagram going for biscuits gets fit and i actually commented on one of his posts on instagram and he actually responded so i think that's really cool so um he actually said that he actually said that my finding inspiration from him because in the comment i had said that you know i've been following you since i was a kid like when i was a kid you were acting and you were you were you proved that somebody my size could make it in hollywood and then you lost all that weight so not only were you an inspiration for me as a kid now you're an inspiration for me to lose weight like and then he commented back he's like that's the kind of stuff that fires up that fires me up i can't wait to hear about your weight loss journey i was like heck yeah i'm all in yeah well that's really that's really cool maybe someday if i lose all the weight and maybe uh i can get him on my podcast maybe i can get him on this podcast so we can review mall rats <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome um okay all right so well speaking of podcasts i do have a, another podcast that is a part of the same network that this podcast is on the tag team network with our friends uh chris sasha steve pt amanda um we have a good uh lineup for it's called the wego podcast it's a great time um it is a an adult only podcast though so i will have to warn you about that but if you are into those kind of podcasts please look for it um if you want to listen to it you can find it in the same place that you're listening to this one right now yep okay all right all right so um hope everybody is still staying safe and uh staying healthy and uh, until next time take it easy hopefully next time will be in a week and not in a month and uh, yeah take it easy everyone yeah Thanks a lot. Bye. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds.